Hi, I'm Lori. And I'm Andrea. We're excited to welcome you to the We Should Probably Talk About That podcast. We are so happy to have you here with us, and we can't wait to make it awkward. Welcome back to We Should Probably Talk About That. This is our last episode of 2022. The last. Crazy. This is it. I know. Um, I can't believe the year's over. I know. When it, this releases, Christmas will be over, but full disclosure, we're recording before Christmas. Yes. Because like, wow. we're a little busy during that time. A little busy, but we are still showing up for the people. We're we giving are. the people what they want. All the peeps. <laughs> All our avid viewers. And by the way, shameless plug here. If you are one of our faithful listeners, please, please share our episodes, like and subscribe and all the good things and leave us a rating on your favorite podcast platform because those ratings and reviews, reviews, yeah, that word, help people find us. So if you don't like us, then just it's fine. Skip over it. Don't write a review. Yes. But if you find any sort of pleasure in listening to our voices, then please Leave us a review. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> We're a little punchy okay. today. Little and punchy. we don't we don't really have a topic today, but we have been together now for three hours. Yeah. And we just keep talking and we're like, we just need to talk with the microphone. We went to lunch because it was Lori's birthday. Yep. So we're like full food coma energy. Yep. And we have had people say, you just need to record you guys talking because you guys just talk and bounce off each other so well. So So we're kind of just going to talk. We've been talking about 2023 podcast goals. We want a lot more interviews and guests and... Yeah awkward conversations and all the things yeah so we want to help some people if you are needing help on certain things because we're experts in a lot of things whether that's a good thing (laughs) or a bad thing i don't know but yep so we were googling stuff that happened in 2022 newsworthy stuff. newsworthy yes not just just stuff like we're like should we recap the year and talk about what was cool for us or should we talk about what was cool for the world or what was not cool for the world or if it has anything to do with politics or money or i really don't want to talk about yeah world worldwide inflation was a huge one which is Have you really, been to Costco lately? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, for a while, I didn't notice. And Ugh. then and then I bought, like, three items at a grocery store. And I'm like, did I accidentally scan everything twice? I know. Eggs. Yeah. You and I were talking about eggs the other day. And I bought some today to be delivered tonight mm-hmm. for Christmas breakfast. Mm-hmm. Eight bucks for 18 eggs. I know. That's ridiculous. You got to get some chickens like me. Yeah. No, that's more (laughs) stuff to take care of. But my chickens are not laying right now. They're tightening up there. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like my life. Oh, my God. Uh, This is what happens when we spitfire. So, yeah, I'm feeling inflation for sure. I'm also feeling kids, like, growing up and wanting to eat all the damn time. Yeah. And kids wanting to not spend their last day with their mother before they go on vacation because they have friends. That's, That's true. true. That happened to me. Yeah, my kids are in California, en route to California right now, but they'll be there for almost two weeks, and I'm just kind of doing the solo holiday stuff. I'm a little bit jealous, I won't lie. Next year I might be doing that along with you, so. 
Well, Actually, next year will be your year, I'll though. I'll have my kids. Dang it. I know. It's hard when you have, like, good friends that yeah, are on complete opposite. opposite schedules. Yeah. We'll have to figure that part out. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else did we see in the news? Uh, something. Oh, Ukraine getting invaded by Russia. And I was thinking. Yeah. Because that's close to home for you. It is it is. Been there, right? I almost married a Ukrainian. I, didn't I mean, that. I didn't almost marry him. If he's listening, he's probably like, bullshit. We didn't almost get married. <laughs> I didn't like you that much. And he's probably listening because we're still really good friends. But I dated a Ukrainian. I went to Ukraine. I went to Ukraine once when I didn't know him to work at an orphanage. And then we met and I had another trip planned. So we ended up meeting up and he traveled with me and translated for me a bit. But yeah, we dated and like I was feeling the Ukrainian energy for sure. <laughs> like, and I spent a New Year's with him in Is that Ukraine. Like big D energy. It's big. Wow. U energy. Big Ukrainian <laughs> energy. <laughs> my mom listens to this. Hi, story. mom. Um, Not my mom. Hi, mom. No, but I was there on a New Year's Eve. Like I was thinking, like, what are my most memorable New Year's Eves? And maybe we'll talk about New Year's Eve expectations at some point. But. Yeah, I did fireworks at a lake in Ukraine on wow. New Year's Eve, and I was—I thought I was in love with a Ukrainian. How old were you when this was? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Cool. And I flew home to America on New Year's Day, heartbroken because it was like I wanted to be with him, but it was like a bird and a fish can fall in love. Like that's what it was because he. <laughs> Didn't want to move to... Why are you laughing at my feelings? Wow. I'm like, which one are you? The bird or the fish? I'm sorry. That's what I was imagining. I was the fish. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> I don't know why I said I was the fish. I'll, actually, I'll tell you why. Because I married a guy whose last name was Bird. So I was like, I've been a bird. We're done with that. <laughs> i the fish. Anyway, so yeah, I had to say goodbye to this guy who didn't want to live in America and I knew I couldn't live in Ukraine and we just like, it was one, it was like a, how um, long was this romance? Long enough to break my heart. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, so the first time we hung out was on Halloween. So it was exactly two months of whirlwind romance. Okay. So can I point something out? No, let me finish this. I had to fly home. I had to do like an 18-hour travel day on New Year's Day by myself. I had to face the customs people. I had to have layovers, and I was just alone and heartbroken. You want to talk about crappy New Year's Day? Now the thing I want to do on New Year's Day doesn't sound so bad, does it? You've just set yourself up for success this year. I was going to say, Andrea, I know you, and you have like 120 pair of shoes that you probably have loved lots longer than you loved that man. (laughs) He is so great. He's so great. He's like he was, he, so he used to be more, he joined the Mormon church. He learned English. He went on, he graduated from BYU. He went on a mission to England. So he was like, he wasn't like your typical, like, we didn't need Google Translator to fall in love, okay? We did you it could organically. Just tell by the look in each other's eyes. <laughs> just kidding. I've never been in love. Remember? Oh yes, we. But never, no, he spoke perfect English and like even like bantery 
joke like we watched the office together and the yeah. fact that he could keep up with like office <laughs> jokes was like this dude knows english and that is hot oh my god anyway yeah that's good <clears throat> anyway anything about the war or Any- are we just talking <laughs> no, about how your like, heart was well okay he it's got- all about you <laughs> I I have Ukrainian friends. The orphanage that I worked at twice for a couple months got destroyed by Russians. Uh, My friend, who I thought I was going to marry, got married in the middle of all of this. So I'm very happy for him. Yay. Um, Love conquers all. Everyone just keeps finding love. Right? In the frigging (laughs) of a middle war. Yeah, here we are. (laughs) Can't rub two sticks together to make a real man. state with plenty of people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh that's too good i'm not bitter i have a, do you feel like this time of year all the stuff comes right to the surface like all the the can't find a man stuff no or? just everything like <laughs> yeah. all like it, it ticking time bomb yeah. energy or, i think it puts a big old magnifying glass on it for sure yeah where you see your um where you see your shortcomings, where you're not living Blind up to, spots. yeah, or you're not yeah. living up to your potential, or Jerry down the street, she has, you know, four boyfriends and she's always going out, or you know, Timmy has four cars and you're like, wow, I have nothing. I'm an the names, underachiever. The names that we default to when we don't have a name, <laughs> they all sound like child names. Jerry and Timmy, Timmy, Timmy with the wooden leg. <laughs> tiny tim tiny tim oh did you see spirited no i haven't i need and i know your boyfriend is in it so oh he's yes. so cute for those of you that don't recall andrew's oh got gosh. the hots will ferrell baby will ferrell. in a musical yeah. will ferrell in a christmas musical is he wearing tights oh it, it doesn't matter what he's wearing <laughs> his hair's like fuzzy old man hair and I just want to get tangled up in that. Yuck! <laughs> that image is... Not, can we talk about the Ukrainian instead? No. I was at least picturing him blonde and hot. <laughs> Why did Little I think... Farrell's old man no, hair and you tangled in it? They no. make him old in this. But yeah, there's, no, he's this, old there's a scene where they're trying to remember Tiny Tim's name. And they just like keep saying, like, little... I don't know. <laughs> little Timmy? <laughs> Johnny, Jimmy. It's such a good movie. you got to see it. I need to. But you forget. <clears throat> but you I don't, don't have as flexible of a life as you do. <laughs> I know. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what else happened in the news. Um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard had a case. Had a yeah. Trial. A small little trial. Just a little one. I didn't. How like, long did that even go on for? It went on for a long time. And I kind of lost did, interest. Did you ever watch any of it? I did not. I watched a tiny bit of it. and But I mean people around me were like I was in charge of a huge event for fifth grade last year like a Patriots day or something at my kid's school and my helper like I was doing all the things and she helped me a lot but she had her phone and her airpods in and she's like Johnny Depp is about to testify like I I gotta hang on I gotta and like she couldn't focus because she was so in this she was engrossed in that yeah that much yeah what do you think and your helper was an adult woman yeah Wow. What do I think about it? Why is it weird that she would know my, that my helper was a five-year-old? Well, you said helper, and so I was... Like my co-whatever, co-chairman yeah. person. That, yeah. yeah, she was my son's A, I mom. think the people that watch that, and I mean no offense by this, are the same people that love reality TV. 
I don't. I mean, it was like, uh, I got all of my information about that trial off of TikTok. <laughs> and I don't even have TikTok. But it, I, do we have? Yeah, we have TikTok. We do have TikTok. We just haven't I don't have a yet. private TikTok, but people would send me links. links and I So I got only the dramatic highlights of the case. That's all I took in from that. Yeah. But I think it. I felt bad for Johnny Depp. I like I say, heard a couple. Oh, I was Johnny? team Johnny, hundred percent. I don't know much of it. I just read people, and she has narcissists written all over her. For face. sure. And so I felt for like him extreme. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And like sociopathic. Really. Like, I don't think she could keep anything straight because she was so all like all of her so lies crazy. and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. You know people are attracted to certain people for a reason. I'm sure Johnny isn't like innocent by all means, but just from the stories I would see published or whatever. And you know, the denial and the victimness and all of that, yeah. I had no interest in any of it. Uh, yeah. I don't like toxic. I don't, <clears throat> yeah. I, I try to run away from toxic. Yeah. I, I, the couple of things I heard from Johnny, I really felt for him and just really? kind of saw the pain in his eyes and, yeah. Well, and anyway. she really did destroy his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, you know, and now hers is destroyed too. So yeah. That's, I guess. What I mean, happens. I don't think his is destroyed. I think it was smart for him to walk away from Pirates yeah. franchise. Yeah. He'll be able to <clears throat> rebuild it. I yeah. mean, really, seriously, look at uh, Robert Downey Jr., right? Back in the day, he was a druggie, had all these issues, and, you know, he built his career back up. So. Yeah. Hollywood is very forgiving. Speaking of forgiving, let's talk Will Smith. Oh. The slap heard around the world. Oh, yeah, that was this year. That was news this year. What did you think about that? Uh, Chris Rock put down his wife, and he got pissed off and smacked him. Honestly, my first thought when I saw that was toxic masculinity. Really? Yeah. Okay, tell me why. I don't know, because, I mean, Will Smith laughed at the joke until he got a glimpse of Jada, yeah. right? Yeah, she gave him the stink eye. And so then he's like, oh, shit, watch what I can do to defend my wife that I just laughed at. I don't I don't know. There's so much of a mess with them. Yeah. But I'm, like, I, I love that he wanted to support her, but I felt like that was an aggressive reaction to kind of take take her power away from her in a way. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I agree because I think he could have handled it so much better in in post interviews or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because let's be real, that's all every opening act is of an award show. They put people down. It's mm-hmm. like a miniature roast. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Obviously there was published, you know, rumors or not of her seeing a younger man and you know, I, I don't know the details behind him all of a sudden deciding to slap him, but I think it was handled wrong. And, yeah. you know, I remember watching those award shows kind of as a kid or whatever. And luckily, we don't really watch them at my house now. But think about the young kids watching that. Like, yeah. what did that teach all of them? So I did think that was interesting because I'm all about chivalry. <laughs> Same, girl. <laughs> I said that right. Um and standing up for your spouse, partner, whatever. But, you know, I think. But don't just... take over for me. Like, let me. I don't know. And I don't, I don't that's know. It. But that's interesting how you see that. Take over, right? Um, because 
the way I interpreted her stink eye was, are you not going to come up to my defense here? Like, that's how I read it. Like, you're really going to let him talk about me like that? And did you feel like she was more mad at Will Chris for making the joke no. or Will for laughing at it? Will for laughing at it and and not defending her. That's just my see. And if I was mad, assumption. if I was showing my man through a facial expression that I was disappointed in him, the last thing that I would want was like a knee jerk. Like, oh, hang on, let me fit. Like, that wouldn't be like, oh, look, I just had to look at him really mean, and now he's my hero. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be like, okay, if you're, if that's funny to you, I'll. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't care about that one enough to. Yeah, nor did I develop too many opinions on it. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting um, the way everything was played out, though, in this whole like politically correct arena and who's mm-hmm. getting punished and who's not and. In today's world of, in today's world of, you know, being politically correct, it's like, well, there's got to be some sort of discipline. Well, and cancel culture, and, like we're yes. in this big, yeah, yep, where everything's getting canceled. Yeah. What um, else? What else did we see? Queen Elizabeth died. She did. Have you watched Meghan and what's his name, Harry? I did watch the beginning of them falling in love and I will admit I got a little Twitter pated. Like on Netflix you watched their series? They yeah. are their show? Just the very beginning of episode one talking about how they arranged their first date and how they would FaceTime I haven't watched each other. It. I need to I need to. It it uh it's been a while since I fell in love, like ten years, but like to see them fall in love and be giggly as they're talking about their story mm-hmm. it kind of made my little teenage heart inside very happy it was it was very cute hopeless romantic i am a hopeless romantic you just need to find a prince i know i'm working on it i'm working on it but yeah queen elizabeth was she was old she was right like her son that just became king is like 73 yeah finally got a job Uh, exactly right first job at age 73 (laughs) exactly (laughs) nepotism at its best (laughs) he got to be the entire boss of everything yeah uh, worldwide droughts, followed by flooding in Pakistan, I think is what I read. You have all the depressing stuff. I know. When? Where's the happy stuff? Can we talk about some happy stuff? Apple became a $3 trillion stock market company. Can you even imagine buying one of those back in the day? I know. I had a t-shirt when Apple first came out, and it said, I don't do windows. And it had the icon of the Apple when it was a rainbow. Oh, really? Windows, get it? Yeah, I get PC it. PC windows, yeah. Yeah, that was back in the day, the 90s. But I only bought stock then. I know. Um, more recent, a more recent thing that it really rocked me was when uh, Twitch, Stephen, what's his name, Stephen Boss? Passed away. He died by suicide yeah. just a week or so ago, yeah. right? Yep. And... Um, that, when I saw that, the first, I mean, everyone was posting about it on social media. The first post that I saw, someone linked an article and their, their caption just said suicide. And then it had like the heart, broken heart emoji. Mm. And I was like, and I, I was about to, I think I had just dropped my kids off at school and I was still sitting in their little parking lot when I saw that. And I, I said out loud, I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I was like, this isn't, yeah, this, isn't, this isn't, right. isn't right. He wouldn't have done that. And And I read the article and it rocked me, you know, and I think how, how do we, 
I, I don't know him personally, you know, like how, what is it about certain people that we feel so connected to them? That yeah, it, that's what I was going to ask you because I didn't watch Dancing with the Stars. I didn't watch Ellen. I didn't watch. So <clears throat> what is it about him that made him like, oh my gosh, not him? I didn't, I didn't watch Dancing with the Stars either. I did watch Ellen. Um, and then during the early 2020 when him and his wife Allison and Allison's from Utah his wife um when they were quarantined they did the funnest dance videos every day just to kind of pass the time in shelter in place time yeah and it was just like me and my kids would just watch their videos every day and they were just like in their sweats out on their patio just like dancing and it just it felt like he cared genuinely about everyone that he came in contact with and the people that he would talk to on Ellen's show and dancing with the audience. It just, he, he seemed just like a person. Like, you know, I think we kind of dehumanize celebrities in a lot of way and have these unrealistic expectations of them. And Twitch never seemed to enter into celebrity status. He was just like a down to earth, humble, almost a little shy guy that just, was so genuine and kind to everyone. And you could just see it in his social media. You could see it on the show. You could see it on everything that he did with Allison with different, they started a show together, I think. And, um, but I, I felt the same way when I heard about him passing away that I felt when Robin Williams passed away, where you're just like, no, like these people are, we need this kind of light. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they really did provide such light. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I'm a big proponent of talking about suicide. I think, I think it's mental health has become a lot more of a priority for people. And, um, but I think suicide is still one of those things where people, people don't know how to talk about it. People don't know how to ask if, and I read, um, speaking of looking at news, I read that New Year's Day is the highest suicide attempt holiday more people try to take their own lives on new year's day than any other holiday so i think that's a good thing to talk about right now as we're going into the new year with goals or expectations or disappointments from 2022 or whatever it is but but yeah i you know and i've read a lot of stuff about twitch like oh my gosh he was a millionaire and did you see their house and his kids are so cute and his wife is gorgeous and it's like none of that stuff like like that's not helpful stuff to say and none of that matters like when you when you're in a dark place you don't see that stuff and it's not it's not about that stuff when you get cuz i've you know i've been i've been to some pretty low places in my yeah. life yeah. and i've <clears throat> i've had you know, emergency counseling appointments where, you know, one time my kid's dad called my therapist because I apparently made a comment one time when I was, I had a hang a bad hangover when I was heavily drinking and I had made a comment like, I don't want to live anymore. So he called my therapist and I drove down to my therapist's office and when he came out to the waiting room to get me, he was just like his joyful, cheerful self. And he swings the door open and he looks at me and he's like, you don't look like you want to die. (laughs) (laughs) He handles it with such humor. And I just kind of smiled and I'm like, I don't think I want to die. But what it is, it's like, you know, and I think, I think about when, because the article that I read about Twitch, 
he didn't want to do it at home. He didn't want that to be something that happened in his home. Mm. And so he walked 15 minutes to a hotel to do it. And, you know, and took his gun because his gun with him. Right. And I just think that that is a lonely walk, you know, to have a, a destination where you know you're getting closer to the point where your life is going to come to an end. Like wow. I've never been to that, to that low of a place. And I've talked to a lot of my clients about suicide and suicidal ideation. And, you know, and this is the same thing I said to my therapist was, I don't, I don't want to die, but I don't want this life anymore. Like I can't contend, I can't continue in this current situation, but I don't see a way out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is, I think that's where a lot of people really struggle with. I, I can't do this anymore and I want to live and I, I love, you know, and you had said, you know, what, what must it be like for Twitch's wife, Allison, like to what what burden might she be carrying or feeling of responsibility or what could I have done different or why wasn't I enough? I don't think it's that. I think, I think, you know, and then there's been a lot of like, oh, suicide is the most selfish thing you can do because think of all the people that are going to grieve. And, but I think people that take their own lives, they think they're doing the most selfless thing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to, I'm going to take the burden of me away from these people who, don't get it or who don't who want to help me but they just don't know how like I'm going to relieve them of the burden of me existing I think that's exactly what goes through their head I agree there was a time in my life so when my youngest daughter was three months old her dad I gave him an ultimatum and he left our home and I did go through that I wasn't enough our baby's not enough but going through all of that and you know deciding on all the divorce things and I had these four teenagers and I have hormones out of whack cause I'm, you know, post delivery and, um, you know, every time another shoe hit the ground or, you know, I want this and this is my stuff and I, you know, and work seemed like too much and I was nursing all night. And, um, I will admit I had some dark nights where I thought I can't move forward like this anymore. It, mm-hmm. It's too much on my plate to do by myself. And I don't feel like I had the support of family. I'm always the strong one, you know, I'm never weak. And, you know, luckily, thank God that I knew that I couldn't take myself out of my kids' lives, but I've been there to the point of picturing how I would do it. And Mm -hmm. I had told my therapist this years later when we discussed it and it was just too much. Yeah. Like, and I've always muscled through the bad things in my life. And I was just like, this one broke me. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. And I was telling my son about this actually last night. We went to dinner for my birthday. And, you know, I said, I don't think you realized how dark I really was then. Mm-hmm. And um, because he was, you know, we were discussing how he wasn't going to school. He was 19 and he was causing me more heartache than help. And I told him, you've got to go live with your grandparents. I can't do that. Like, I was... And yeah. he was like, you just booted me, mom. And, and I said, I don't think you realized how ugly my life really was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it. I have such empathy and sympathy for people that feel that way because I did. The pain was so much of not feeling good enough mm-hmm. to stay married to. Yeah. 
that I just wanted it all to stop. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a pretty lonely place. And, and, you know, whatever Twitch was thinking to even like one second thought on that walk, you know, he could have turned around and it, he was so alone. It just breaks my heart to think. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm sure the guilt that he took with him, right? Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, and I've thought that too. When you said like one second to turn around, I've thought like, what if, what if someone would have driven past that he knew and stopped to yeah. chat, or you know, you just kind of think about like what could have changed that, or how do you how what must it be like to be that low to be able to continue that walk? I don't know, and it breaks my heart for all of those people that do have to go through it, and you know, really, it's. Um, talk to your friends and your family or who a safe person you can talk to or like we were talking about the new suicide um line that opened up and yeah 988 is the phone number yeah the short three digit just like 911 but 988 yeah it there's people want connection and they want to feel validated and loved and especially at this time of year the high of the holiday and for those people just hanging on knowing i don't want to ruin the holiday some of them look for them to be over to do this. That's why January is such a popular time. And so if anyone you know, or if you're feeling like that, we encourage you all to reach out because, um, well, and really like, you know, everything that I, a lot of TikToks and things since Twitch's passing have been like, check on your happy friends, check on the ones that are always showing up for you, check on the strong people. But how do you, but how do you check on them? Let's talk about that. What does it mean to check on them? Like, hey, Lori, just checking on you. You good? Yeah, no. Because I don't think people would tell you. Yeah. So how do you check on someone? Mm, Let's think about that for a second. What would I do? Because like, I think that a lot of people have a fear of directly asking about suicidal thoughts because they feel that they're planting an idea in someone's head. And I do not think that's true. I don't think that if I can't, if I went to someone who seemed a little off or that all was always happy and I wondered what life was really like, if I went to them and said, have you ever, have you ever struggled with thoughts of suicide? I don't think anyone's going to be like, no, but now I'm going to, Yeah. now I'm going to start thinking. Yeah, no, like, I don't think that's true. Either. And I think, you know, I have some clients who I've worked through a lot of suicidal ideation with and, and I've gotten to where even if it's never come up, I'm able to just say, have you ever had suicidal thoughts? Do you feel like you're suicidal right now? And quite often it causes them to pause a little bit, but, but it's, I think it's helpful. I think it's helpful to say like, Oh, we're really going to talk about this. Yeah. It opens the lineup that I don't think they thought was even there. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's so much shame around it and you don't want to be weak. Yeah. Or tell people your thoughts in your head that are steering you in that direction that you're not good enough or not lovable or mm-hmm. whatever the thoughts are. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's something that why we as a society, I mean, you know, and we've talked about this on our podcast, like there are things you know about my life being authentically me more than my husband of 17 years. And, you know, why is it that it takes certain things to open up and be able to talk to people? And, you know, um, why is it that we have to pretend we're always okay all the time? And I think if COVID gave us anything, it's to learn 
okay, wait, maybe I'm not okay being locked up and I need help. And I think there's such value. And even if you don't say, have you thought of suicide? Ask somebody, I just want to know, have you thought about hurting yourself or anything? Because Mm -hmm. I'm concerned. I had a friend come to me through the divorce and asked about one of my sons. Is he okay? Mm -hmm. I worry about him and his thoughts. And this son, and I hope he wouldn't mind me sharing this. He probably would never listen, but he at 16 years old had a really rough day and we were in with the assistant principal and we went out to the car and he said, I don't want you to get mad, but sometimes I think about killing myself. Mm. It's interesting that he prefaced it with, I don't want you to get mad. Mm -hmm. And, uh, wow. Um, I immediately cut back my hours at work. Mm. Um, I spent most of the summer hanging out with him more and listening more and, um, You know, you don't think that those kids have a lot going on in their life, but if you really sit back and look in high school, and our kids these days are dealing with a lot as well, and, you know, social media and the the need to be perfection and the need to post it all and the need to have the best friends and... Mm -hmm. You know, and, and the comparing, comparing oh, social all the time, media right? attention. And, and he did not have, he's my quiet child and he doesn't speak his feelings very much. And, mm-hmm. you know, I knew whenever he needed some time, he'd just say, mom, can we go get some monsters? And my other kids would be like, do you know how much money you spend on monsters for him? And I said, do you know how much it means to me that he wants to go in the car alone with me mm-hmm. for 15 minutes? Cause he's 16, mm-hmm. you know, and it's those small little things that I thank the Lord, I paid attention and listened. And mm. there were people, you know, some of my kids would be like, well, he's just doing that for attention. Or he just, you know, and if anybody tells me they're thinking about hurting themselves, I'm going to listen because it takes a lot of guts to say that. And God bless him for having the guts to say it because, you know, there were some dark times going through our family and losing their second dad and, and all of the things. And, I don't think you can just fluff off a conversation like that mm-hmm. and, and just say, oh, you'll be fine. Let's go buy you a hamburger and it'll be good. You know, mm-hmm. like I took it serious. I cut my hours in half and spent more time at home. And, you know, and then a few years later, here I was having a baby and feeling some of the same things. And I could understand it's just too much and there's nowhere to run. And there's you can't turn the voices off in your head if you're not good enough. Yeah. And... um you know, that's why it's so important just to keep the lines of communication open with the people that you love. And so to answer your question, what does that look like checking on you? I think it starts early, at least speaking from experience with my son, it was always talking to them. You know, how are you? I'm always here for you. No matter what you do, I'll always love you. And it started young, but I didn't have that growing up. So when it came to the losing my second marriage, having a new baby, my hormones are out of whack and I felt like my whole life was crumbling beneath me for the second time. I didn't have anybody. I had to white knuckle it through. Yeah. And, um, you know, luckily I, uh, got a counselor at the time and was able to talk through some of those feelings and, you know, I'm my own worst critic. And so most of what I was creating was all my own self deprecation and self judgment in my head. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, when you said, like, oh, let's go get a hamburger. It'll be fine. Like, I think and that you pointed out that doing that is not helpful is right. a really good thing. Because I think, especially as moms, when, you know, if our kids come home and someone made fun of their book report sure. or they're just getting picked on by someone, 
we want to we want to change their yeah their focus yeah redirect it yeah yeah and it's really unhelpful to remove them from that environment because it it sends them the message that they should push those feelings down yes like oh he was mean to you and he pushed you down the slide well let's go get an ice cream it's like, okay, enough of that. You know, I'm not going to join you in that hard thing. Yep. I'm going to pull you out of it and you need to forget about it. Yep. And, and I think we do that a lot because we don't know how to handle, we don't know how to help. You know, there's a lot of th- feelings that people have that we either haven't experienced ourselves or that feel really heavy and can feel scary. So we say, well, let's just go to dinner. Let's go have a girl's night. Let's yep. like, no, Band-aid like sit it. with me right here. Just sit yep. in Get this dark place yep. and like, let me just, let me just be here right here in this mess and just sit next to me and you don't have to fix it, but just let me know that I'm not alone in it. Yep. And I think that is, we look for the quick fix. You know, we look for the next thing that's going to be like, oh, she was really struggling, but then we went and got margaritas. Yep. No, that's well, not. Cause feelings are messy and people don't, they're not taught to express them. Thank goodness this generation is coming up expressing more, right? Mm -hmm. But um, they're messy and people don't like messes. But feelings are human. And Mm -hmm. that's the crazy thing. I mean, when I first started podcasting or even blogging about my life with a narcissist, it was people were like, I can't believe you'd say that. I can't believe you'd share. And it's like, well, if I'm not going to, sh- it's the whole shame grows in darkness discussion that you mm-hmm. and I always talk about. It's like, if I don't bring this to light in my world, it will forever be a pit in my stomach and I will feel shame about it. Yeah. I would much rather share all of my dirty laundry and my struggles on a podcast or in a blog or in a book, if it'll help somebody, then, you know, my family's famous coping mechanism my sister and I joke about this is just push it aside and ignore it never Mm -hmm. happened yeah and it's not healthy Mm -hmm. and it comes back to bite you and you know it's time that we start talking about these things and yeah and it invalidates your experience when you when it becomes a joke to just push it down push it aside and yeah and I think I think a lot of people who feel crazy or feel like no one's going to understand you don't have to understand, but just giving them that little validation, you know, I mean, like a dumb example, my son, I, we've, me and his dad have decided to take his switch away from him. We just didn't feel good about his screen time and certain behaviors. And so the, his dad lives in California and his switch is in California and he Mm -hmm. spends way more time in Utah than he does there, but he gets it when he's there. And when that decision was made, he came to me and he was, he was beside himself. He was angry. He was mad. He, it wasn't fair. And, and the way he was behaving, I could have easily either gotten mad at him for behaving that way or taken him out of that. Like, well, you get to go to California next month. So let's just go get dinner and calm down. But I said to him, I said, I, I believe you that it's this hard for you. Like all these things you're saying to me about how it's not fair and what are you going to do? And you're going to be so bored on the weekends. I believe you. I believe those feelings that you're having. And for me to just tell him that I believed his kind of overreaction of it, it it really calmed him down because he felt seen and he felt understood. Sure. And it's really easy to offer that to people. Yeah. 
Like, I believe you. I believe your story. I'm not going to try to talk you out of those feelings. I'm not going to tell you it could be worse. I'm not going to tell you to get over it. I believe you. I believe this is your reality. And I'll just sit here with you in it. Yeah. And I think that that can be such a comfort that, that we don't, we don't know how to do that for people because nope. we're so fast paced and just like move through it, suck move it up, it. buttercup, yep. you know? Yep. Exactly. Anyway, that was a long, that was a sad Twitch news. I know that was a sad, but yeah, that was a, that was, that shook me up a bit for sure. Um, me, me too. When, you know, I mean, when anyone decides to take such drastic action, your heart just hurts for them and their family. Yeah, for sure. What else? What else is our news? Um, news? I don't know. Did you you did you pull up the relationship ones and I pulled up the depressing ones? Yeah, kind of. Because <laughs> you know that's where my head. I goes I didn't put. I didn't Google relationships. Sad news. I just googled like what happened in 2022 and everything was like the worst news imaginable. <laughs> I know. What about you? What are your good takeaways for you? My good takeaways for this year. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I threw I threw it to you on the spot. Like, come on, girl. Let's I, go. I'm trying to think. Like, you know, I have a really hard time with New Year's Eve. How come? I think it's such a high expectation high why are you shaking your head I, because we're the same i don't oh get it. i thought you were like no i'm shaking my head like yeah i don't get it either like we we go into the like i remember in 2020 when it was like we're so over covid i can't wait for 2021 <laughs> and then everyone's finally like wait who does anyone really think that january 1st 2021 gonna is going to be like covid it just evaporated <laughs> Back to normal, everybody. Like, but we really do. We get that idea in our head that like, oh man, finally a new yeah, we year. we can shut the book. But it's not that. It's not. And we got to stop thinking that because yeah. we're that we're so hard on ourselves when we wake up on January 1st of a new year and everyone's been like, new year, new me, whatever. Yeah. No, you know what? New year, same me. Yeah. Because I did some pretty cool shit this year and I don't need a new me. I like the me that I am in 2022. Yeah. She's going with me into 2023 and I don't need to chant anything and expect some miraculous overnight change. And we live in this world where it's like, just start fresh in 2023 start start I don't want to start anything over like I'm good I have a yeah, good trajectory just decide to do it right now today well well this will drop is December 28th whatever you want to do start it now why do you mm-hmm. gotta oh I'm gonna eat all this cake and then on January 1st I'm gonna eat salads or you know <laughs> it's like why does it do that it's just like when I decide no seriously when I decided to start living my best life live authentically manifest love manifest money all the things i just started i didn't mm-hmm. pick a first it, you know what day i started it august 17th oh. and i know that because i was when i started eating better then i had a de- not a deadline but i had a beginning date oh mm-hmm. in a month i've lost this much weight because i'm eating healthy mm-hmm. that's the only reason i know that date i don't even know if it was a monday i want to say it was a wednesday like yeah. i just decided and that's why i hate new year's Eve, one, 
I don't see the big deal in it. Like last year, my daughter was five and a half and I didn't want to stay up till midnight, but now she understands what it is. So guess what I did? New York time. Pulled up YouTube and showed her <laughs> the New York fall. And I was in bed at 10 o'clock uh-huh. and I felt amazing, right? And I don't understand the whole New Year's resolutions. I don't understand the last year was crap. This year's going to be so much better. Just try to be better than the day before. Mm-hmm. And it starts piling up on each other. I like the person I've become this year too. And you know what? I liked the people I've been every year. But Mm -hmm. I've improved and I've gotten better and that's all we should want to do. There's so many expectations on New Year's. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like you walk into the new room and you have a new punch card and you're like, okay, here we go. Use your punches wisely. And that's just not Mm -hmm. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we see see it the same way. I was asleep before midnight. I was in California because I had to go to a funeral right after Christmas last year. So Mm -hmm. I spent New Year's Eve day at SeaWorld and then I was asleep by... 10 p.m. California time. Yeah, that's yeah. my ideal. I'm great with that. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, I am. Really. And, like, there's a bunch of parties happening in Salt Lake this year. Like, there's four big events happening kind of in the single wow. scene. And there's two that Are I'm, like... Going to some? Well, no. I mean, there's two that I've kind of been, like, low-key interested in. But I'm, like, high-key interested in, like, my couch, you know, yeah. and pajamas and, like, sleeping through yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing on new year's eve all right what are you doing um i'll have my daughter so doing something fun with her we can yeah my kids will still be gone um i don't know i, I don't really care i'll probably hang out with like one friend and make vision boards <laughs> Okay, count me in. Except I'd have to get rid of my daughter. Not really get rid of her. Stop have you judging ever made me. Made a vision board? Yes, it's kind I actually of fun. Actually, uh, yes, and we kind of talked about my digital one. How I, oh, you know, right. put stuff on my blog. I actually did it a couple of years ago with my daughters. I, I went and bought way too many dollars worth of magazines mm-hmm. <laughs> and poster boards, and we all made vision boards. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, it's kind and of they fun. really had a good time with it. I like it. Yeah, count me in on the vision board thing. Yeah. So. And I think there's this this idea that if you end a year on a really high note, it'll set the trajectory or set the whole yeah. tone of your next year. And like, I need to get kissed at midnight. And I no. need to have the best dress. And No, you don't. There All should be to... no expectation no. of any of that. None. Just change your intentions. I'm going to have a good New Year's. Mm-hmm. I just decided this moment, whatever I do, it's going to be amazing. And now it will be because I decided. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Set your intentions. And don't look at don't look at social media on New Year's Day. If you stay home, just like take a day off and don't look at all the parties and all the dresses and all the champagne toasts and just. I agree. Just come jump in a freezing cold lake with me. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if I really do it. So I'm saying it. I'm. I'm mostly agreeing to go do a polar plunge on New Year's Day. And she's where trying to rope me into it. Where they literally have to cut a chunk of ice off the top of the lake. Oh, my. Do you have to go all the way under? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, why would you not if you're in? Because once it hits your boobs, it's cold. It, once it hits your toe, it's cold. Well, it yeah, but cold. your boobs, like, once you know you how you get out of your car, it's in, cold. Now, for guys, they would say the crotch area. Once you slowly go into a cold swimming pool. But right when it hits that chest, oof, it's cold. Yeah. So I did a 
Polar Plunge in Atlanta. You did? But yeah, but it was Atlanta, you know, so Georgia doesn't get that cold. But it was in February. It was on my 41st birthday. And I went with two friends. Chris was with me and my friend Eric. And the three, I told them, that's what I want for my birthday. I want you guys to do this Polar Plunge with me. It was like 40 degrees and I could do 40. But listen to how, like, now that I've seen the video of this one that I might do on New Year's Day, it's literally like a hole that you jump in and then a firefighter pulls you out. Like, let's talk about how sexy <laughs> that could be. You can't go wrong like, with that. Frozen. If you don't have to climb out, that makes it better because then oh, you could just be I, a dead I could, fish. I don't think I could climb out. Like, I'm going to tell a firefighter before I jump in, like, you better be ready, bro. Like, pull me out of there and I'll probably need mouth to mouth. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> My lips need smooching, please. No, but this one I did in Georgia, they made us run into the lake. And then when it got, and it was freezing and you're just running and your, your, your legs, legs are going start numb. start to like, what's the word? Ca- it's Hypothermia? The Cath- no, not catharsis. What's the, <laughs> what's the word when like a dead body goes stiff? I should know this. I was married to a funeral director. <laughs> what's it called? Oh my gosh. Rigamortis. Rigamortis, maybe. Is that it? That's I thought what, it started with a C. No, that's but, when a but anyway, dead body They're like, stiff. this is how you qualify for saying that you did this plunge in Atlanta, is that you run until you can't run anymore. And then and you, you drop. swim. Like what? until you can't touch anymore. Then they make you swim all the way out to the buoy oh, that's floating. No. And when you get to that, you touch it and then you dunk under. They say dunk all the way under, come back up, and then swim back to the shore. That's like a three-minute plunge. It was. It was. And I think that they said you couldn't be in the water for more than like 200 seconds yeah, or something. Or like they would, yeah, or you Yeah. And my friend Eric, so he was a little bit ahead of me, and he looked back when he knew that I'd be getting to the buoy, and he said, when I came out of the water, like I dunked under and came out, he's like, when you came up from the water... He's like, that's what I imagine it would look like to see a soul leave a body. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it was really like an invigorating experience. You're full of it. You're just trying to sell me on it right now. Let's do it. And then then in a week after this one airs, we'll talk about our polar plunge. I'll just drop all the F-bombs and just break the virginity seal right there. (laughs) F-bomb city. Boom. So anyway, we'll see we'll next see. week we'll if we if have I, polar plunge list. stories to report. Or no. We'll see. It'll um, be interesting. But yeah, I think that going into a new year with not being hard on yourself, not having crazy expectations of mir- miraculous changes overnight. No. And, and not, you know, so many people are going to be posting on social media saying the same shit that we see every year like oh this is my year and i already said new year new me yeah like what if it doesn't work that way for me what does that what does that say about me if it's if i don't feel that new year vibe i don't think you have to I think if anything, let's make a pact to say this year's going to be the year we're happy with what we have and we sit with it yeah. And for me, my, like I've always said New Year's for me and like I have friends that will contact me at the end of summer and be like, it's almost Andrea's New Year because I really feel energized when my kids go back to school Ditto. in the fall. Oh yeah. That, if I'm setting goals, yeah, yeah, it's like declutter, yep. meal plan, 
healthy eating, exercise. Like That's my so new year is the first day of school yep. in the fall. Yep. So, and it really, I like it. I feel energized at that time of year. I don't feel energized right now. I've no. literally been eating my way through uh, December. I like I don't have the energy to like make some profound statement on New Year's Day. Like, yeah. no, don't, you don't this have to do This is the time it. of year where I like to co- cocoon up, hang out, be yeah. happy and fat and <laughs> in front of the TV or in front of a book. I don't want to start all my organizing and be the best me that there is. Yeah. Yeah, let's just be happy with where we are this year. Lower the expectation. And speaking of polar plunge, speaking of swimming suits and firefighters, or just speaking of swimming suits, I feel like... (laughs) Wow, that was a ping pong bouncing around the room. I feel like I wore a swimming suit more in 2022 than I have for the past 10 years combined. Good for you. And that is one thing that I will say... When you know when you caught me off guard with like what are my 2022 takeaways, mm-hmm. is I've really learned to love my body, and it's been really really hard. It's been it's super not easy super hard. As you get older, you're not that same tight 18 year old. And I never really was, but mom body and like saggy boobs and like extra stomach pooches and stuff. We've all got it. Like. But here's what I've learned. And a lot of that swimming suit time was with men, men too. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of Bear Lake trips, a lot of paddle boarding with male friends. And what I've learned is that nobody, like, they they find you more enjoyable and attractive if you're comfortable and happy with yourself. Yeah. And I finally got to a place where I'm not, I want to enjoy I love being on the water Yeah, and I'm not going to wait until this size of a swimming suit fits me or this, whatever. So that's probably one of my biggest things is being happy with my body and being and appreciating my body. Yeah. It's an amazing gift. And when you really think about it, you've had three kids, you know, and survived all the things you have from childhood to now Mm -hmm. and your body has gotten you through it all. Like if we yeah. could only treat our bodies as well as we treat our children mm-hmm. and speak to it the way we speak to our kids, Im- imagine how amazing you'll feel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's really empowering to it's just hugely enjoy empowering. the adventures of life right now. Even yeah. if you're not where you want to be with whatever it is, with body health goals, with finances, like delaying happiness and adventure and connection believing that we'll deserve it or that it'll come more naturally once we reach this goal yep you're doing yourself a disservice huge you know and i i i went skydiving in 2022 which was also a huge like thing i thought i would never do and when i first saw this ad and just decided in that moment like i'm doing that my very first thought was, I wonder if there's like a weight thing that I'm... You did. Yeah, I did. Aww. Because like jumping out of an airplane with a little parachute, like there, there is a weight limit and I was under it. But there was part of me that was like, I should do that. I should lose a little more weight. Because I've, I've been a weight that was too high to jump out of an airplane. And mm. I'm not that weight 
I'm not that heavy anymore. But there was still that part of me that was like, I bet the parachute would work better, though, if I give myself another 20 or 30 pounds, you know. But I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not too big to skydive. So I'm going to do it. Good for you. And that, that's a really cool feeling, too. Like, I can do this. My yep. body can do this. I can do it. The tandem jumper can handle me. We're, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and we were good. I survived. I like I it when tandem jumpers handle me. He was the best. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love him. If you ever go to Skydive Utah, ask for Taylor. That's he awesome. He is the best. He was so much fun. But, yeah, just just being happy with yourself and what your body can do for you. And there's stuff I want to do that I can't do well, that I need to work up some endurance for, like, I don't know what, more hiking. <laughs> my fr- I have an, an e-bike, and my friend's always making fun of me because I have an e-bike. And I'm like, I like riding bikes, and I like having an e-bike. Leave and it, that's okay, so get over it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... So there's my takeaways. Yes. Love your body and do the adventurous things, even if you don't feel like you have an adventurous body. And wear a freaking swimming suit. Yep. Okay, what's yours? My takeaways? Yeah. Um, honestly, be in belief you can have anything you want and create your reality. Because so far, my manifesting is working quite well. Do you want to... Do I want to expand on that? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? No, is that just, a wrap? I, no, but I mean, I, I've expanded in my manifesting. I've been calling in love. I've been calling in money. And, you know, I've been going out on dates and meeting great men and unapologetically myself. And these men seem to like it, which mm-hmm. is, wow, so great. Because I'm not going to change myself for anybody anymore. I did that before and... I'm not doing it again. So be in the belief that whatever you want really will come to you because you mark my words this year, I will get everything I want. Everything. Damn. Do you want to drop the mic? Yeah. And (laughs) drop the mic. Yeah. And, and I'm a firm believer in that. And it's taken me now 52 years to get there, Mm -hmm. but Um, putting it in action and seeing it work out. Like I'm not for everybody, but I'm for me and the people that I want in my life will see that. And, you know, they'll make an effort to be in my life and I'll make an effort to be in theirs. And my friendships have already shown that. And, you know, now dating and meeting men and creating my job and all the things like it's, when you set your intentions, it's amazing. And that's what 22 has taught me. Yeah. And to not be a victim in your life. And, you know, again, I've said it. I've Two divorces. One husband left and I had a three-month-old. And people would have fallen down and cried and moved home with their parents and said, I throw my hands up. This is too hard. And um, instead of them taking my power and making my life what it is because they left, I made my life what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. And so don't be a victim. Mm -hmm. No matter how hard it is, don't be a victim. Those are my takeaways. That's awesome. Look at us wrapping up 2022 like a couple of champs. Yep. So. So that's it. We will be back in 2023. We're not taking any time off. That's so weird. We want to be here for you guys. And this is the time where we can actually spend more time with you because we have more free time. Yeah. 
So we will be back in a week. With but good stuff. New Year's Eve, when this airs, will be just a couple days away. And just let it be another day. And don't have don't worry about FOMO and the perfect outfit and the perfect date. And just just enjoy it. And, and just know that people love having you around. Yeah. Yep. So, happy new year. Happy new we year. We will be back next week. And we will talk about jumping in a freezing cold lake. Yay! <laughs> See you guys.